This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, Chaverim. We're continuing in Daf Hashavua, Masechta Yevamos, Daf Kuf Chaf, page one hundred and twenty. The Mishnah said, if two sister-in-laws, two women married to two brothers. Each one said, my husband died, my husband died. So we say, Shprinza, good for you that your husband died. We're very happy about that. That can only allow you to marry. But you're not believed regarding your, your uh, brother's wife. Because regarding your brother's wife, we say, he's still alive. And the other woman married to the other brother says her husband died. So each one is believed regarding themselves, but not re- believed regarding the... Uh, her sister-in-law. So they're free to marry. The only thing is there's potentially a brother-in-law for them to do yibam to about which they don't have valid testimony. And the Mishnah said they're each aster on account of the other man. The Mishnah then said that if uh, there's another brother in, in both of these cases. In other words, each woman says, my husband died. Okay, so we allow each one to potentially do Yibam to... There's another living... There are two other brothers here. And they do Yibam. And then, these two brothers die, so they cannot marry the Tanakhama says, because we still have no credible testimony regarding the uh, first two men. But Rebelezer says, since they are mutter to the Yivamin to marry, they are now mutter to everyone. And the Gemara had a shaila. What is the reason of Rabbi Lazar? Is the reason of Rabbi Lazar because Rabbi Lazar holds a tsara could testify about her counterpart that a tsara is believed? A tsara has namanos, which would be the strangest thing in the world. Because why on Dav Kuf Zayin did the Mishnah say that you're not believed regarding a tsara? Well, that's Tosis' Kasha. If Rabbi Lezer, okay, that's Tosis' Kasha. And the basic answer is very simple. Of course, a counterpart is not believed to say, okay, lady, uh, your husband died, go get married, because uh, there she's testifying straight up about the woman's husband. But here she's saying something about herself. And that Agavurcha has ramifications for the counterpart that Rebbe Lezer said you would be believed about. The question then would be, well, why didn't he express his opinion in the Reisha? Where the two women do not marry anybody else. Um, so the truth is, according to this Sad, then in the Reisha also they would be believed. Or the Gemara says, Oidilma. It's not because she's believed regarding her friend. She's not believed regarding her friend. She's not believed to say regarding the other woman that my husband died, you're free to go yibum. She's not believed. Maybe she's trying to mess up the other woman. But in this case, she herself is going and getting married. She's marrying, she's doing yibum. She's saying that her husband died. So if I'm take, if I'm following my edos, so then I'm believed regarding you. Normally, I would, meaning the shaila is, do I have credibility for you straight up? 
or do I only have credibility for you because I'm willing myself to rely on my testimony. So obviously I'm not trying to mess you up because I, I, uh, I myself am relying on it. That's the Shaila. Lamai nafkamina. What would the nafkamina be? The nafkamina would be, can the counterpart rely on the testimony of the other woman if the other woman is not doing anything to rely on her own testimony? That would be the nafkamina. If she has straight up believability, then it's irrelevant whether the woman follows her own testimony. If she only has believability because she herself is following it, then if she's not following it, then the other woman cannot, cannot uh, rely on it either. For the counterpart to get married before she does. If straight up one woman is believed for her friend, even if the woman who testifies is not getting married, could get married. If it's because, well, obviously I'm belie- I should be believed for you, I wouldn't want to mess myself up. So if she herself is getting married, we'll let the tsar get married. I mean, the case is like this. A similar case where a man is married to two women, and woman one says, hey, your husband died. She said, really? My husband died? Well, that means your husband died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get married soon. Go ahead. Don't wait for me. I'll catch up with you. So if one Sarah has believability for the other, so regardless of the fact that he says, you know, you go get married, I'm, uh, I'll reserve the whole next week, then she should be believed. But if it's only because uh, she herself is relying on it, but if she hasn't relied on it yet, then there's no credibility here. That's the Shaila. Mai. So the Gemara says, Tashma, we have a Brisa, we have a Lazar Oimer, Hoyal, Pehutru, Liyavamin, Hutru, L'chal Adam. Rabbi Lazar says, since she is mutter for to the Yevama, so she's mutter to every person. Meaning, since she could go get married to a Yavam, so now, the Tzara is permitted. Not, it doesn't say that since woman A does Yibam, but it just says since she can do Yibam, so, that in, so then we say, that she's believed for the other. If the whole reason is okay, I'm sorry. Let me say this better. This is an explanation of the end of our Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah says nisyabmu. If the two women do yibam to another man, and the yivamin died, so Rabbi Lezer says, since they're mutter liyavamin, this is actually a direct quote from the Mishnah, right? These are the exact words of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says in the end, Hoyal v'huchru liyavamin, huchru l'chaladam. Rabbi Lezer says, once they became mutter to the yivamin, because they married the yivamin, so now they are mutter to 
everyone. Says the Gemara, If the only reason why counterparts are believed is because she's not going to mess herself up, Hainu, that's the meaning of the Mishnah, that 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 fits in the When she gets married, we uh, allow the other woman to get married. But but if it's straight up that you have believability regarding the counterpart, then even if you didn't marry the woman, in other words, why does the safe for the mission say, ah, oh, because this woman went ahead and relied on her own testimony and married the Yavam, so that shows the other uh, counterpart that uh, it's a valid testimony that this man must have died. What does it have to do with the fact that woman A relied on it? If, if a tsara has straight up believability, it's irrelevant whether woman A relied on it. It's not because you have shared believability, it's because she got married and she's not going to mess herself up. Says the Gemara, that's not conclusive at all. The fact that the Mishnah says the reason why the women are believed is because they actually got married, that's not indicative that the reason why you're allowed to get married is because you relied on it. Maybe Rebbe Lezer is saying it, Lefi the shita of the Chachamim that say women counterparts don't have believability. So Rebbe Lezer is saying is, you rabbis, you say they don't have believability. But at least you should acknowledge that in this case, since each one is relying on their own testimony, they should have believability. But I personally hold that even if they don't rely on it, they still have believability because tsaras are believed one on the other. Um, says the Gemara, L'divreyam ka'amalahu. Rebbe Lezer is saying it according to this opinion of the Chachamim. According to me, one Tzar could testify about the friend. And even though she didn't get married, the other woman could get married. According to you, at least agreed to me, that at least where one woman got married, so if Lady A is willing to rely on, the te- on her own testimony that her husband died, and she is willing to get married, even though if she's lying, she'll never be able to live with her husband again, shouldn't that be sufficient to allow the other woman not to be zakuk li'ibam? Um, shouldn't we rely on the fact that the first woman won't want to mess herself up? I mean, isn't that enough um, indication that she's probably telling the truth because she herself relied on it? The Rabbanans say no. Women could be so uh, so vindicative, so um, vicious that she'll say, Thomas Nafshi and Plishtim, the fact he Maybe what she's doing is, I'll mess you up even though I'm messing myself up. So the fact, in other words, the, the Rabbanon would say back, the fact that Lady A is actually relying on it is not indicative at all that she's telling the truth. Tashma, come in here. A woman, this we had on Dav Kof Yerchas. Was it a Mishnah? Yeah. The Mishnah Kuf Yerchas. A woman that her and her husband went to Medina Sayam, Uba Amra, and she came and she said, Mes Bali, my husband died. Tina say she could marry, but he took and she takes Iksuba. The Tsaras Asur and the Tsaras Asur. Okay? Rebbe Lazar Aymer, Rebbe Lazar says, Hal Vahutrahi. 
if she is relying on her testimony, but the Lushen is, since she can get married, Hutra Nami Tsarasa. The Tsar is also permitted. So that indicates even if she d- didn't rely on it yet, the f- mere fact that she can rely on it means that she has straight up believability regarding the Tsara. Says the Gemara, no, don't read that way. Say, since she is permitted and she did get married, that's why the Tsara is permitted. So now the Gemara has a Gavaldiga Kasha. Why is, and this is Dafka talking about not our Mishnah's case, but the Mishnah on Kuf Yudchas. If the Pshat is, if you're really worried that a woman would I'm sorry, according to Rabbi Lazar, that the reason why she's believed is because clearly she's telling the truth because she herself got married and therefore, basically, a woman said, ah, me and my husband, me, right, there, there are two wives and one husband, then one of the wives went on vacation with the guy, and she comes back, look, um, I, I went on vacation with the husband, and um, saw he, he got eaten by the sharks. So uh, go get married. And so he said, oh, Avi, and, and she herself got married. So obviously, uh, she's telling the truth. Why obviously she's telling the truth? Maybe the husband divorced her. But she was still, and she wants to mess up the other woman. The other one was never divorced. So she comes like, oh, my husband died. Really? He didn't die. He divorced her. And she's not worried he's going to come back and she'll be ulcer to him because uh, she's not ulcer to him because she got divorced. Maybe she went out with the get. Maybe she's trying to mess up the tzara. Meaning, according to Rabbi Lezer, where we're concerned that she's taka going to mess up her counterpart. And the indication that she's not is the fact that she herself is relying on it. Well, how's that indicative at all? Maybe she got a get. Sigmar so says, you know, you know, she's only believed if she went ahead and married a kohen. She married a kohen since she, didn't, she obviously didn't get a get. Says She married a Kayan. So I would say, the fact that she married a Kayan means she didn't give a, give a get. If she's willing to mess up another woman, why wouldn't she marry a Kayan? I mean, it's not like the biggest deal in the world. She didn't tell him. What's going to happen? That I mean, now they're going to make her get divorced. Yeah, but so what? She all she's she's afraid that she doesn't want to get messed up. So she's not getting messed up because she never committed adultery. Elamai, a minor, living with a kain. Yeah, a woman like that would do that. No, okay, that's what I was bothered by. Let's go further now. From here, the end of the masechta is really ayim We're going to talk about recognizing dead bodies for all you doctors out there. In uh, did you deal in uh, with cadavers in medical school? Yes. Where did they? I mean, who were they? You know, yeah. 
John Doe? I mean, what, what are these guys' names? John. Thank you for giving us John. Yeah, they do that with bone and, and I mean, does, does the guy have facial features? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's yeah. He you doesn't tell how old they were. You, you, that, that's very easy. I mean, is he dead at least? Very. Okay. How dead how how old is he? How, you know, how dead? How, how dead? Usually they're within a month or so. Within a month. Within Shloshim. <laughs> they can keep it for a long time. They have these fluid things. Formaldehyde. Yeah, they, they maintain them. But after a while, the, the tissues start to disintegrate like regular meat, you know, to get it out. Uh-huh. Well, now we're talking about how do you recognize a dead body? What do Adam need to see? What parts of the body are distinguishable? Says the Mishnah, Ein mi'idin ela al partsuf ponim. You can only testify about the features of the face. We'll see that means the cheeks and the forehead. With the nose. Even if there are other distinguishing characters on the body, and the kalim, you cannot testify. Okay, fine. So you need to testify on the face and the nose. Now, there's a big machloikas here between Rashi and Tysus. Oh, today we have DNA analysis. Well, that's a major subject, right? Could you rely on DNA analysis for paternity or for many, for many shaylas in halacha? Um, there's a big machloikas Rashi and Rabbi Tam over here. What if the rest of the body... I mean, are we talking about the headless horseman here? I mean, what, what are we talking about? Is there, is there a rest... Is there a body here that's perhaps uh, recognizable? Toysus says, Says Toysus, the whole shaila here is when it's just the head. Just the head, you need no, nose, forehead, cheeks... But if you have the rest of the body, you could be, you could testify through the rest of the body. Rashi says absolutely not. Not good enough the rest of the body. Um, only the facial features. Now, you can only testify when the, the death occurs. It's not enough to say the guy is about to die. Even if you see the guy has a fatal wound, can't testify that he died. Maybe he got medical attention. Fitzolov. <laughs> Interesting. Tzolov usually always means crucifixion. Out of here. Fitzolov, even if you see him hanging. You see a lion eating him. In all these cases, we're afraid, well, maybe he's hanging, maybe he fell off at the last second. And eating him, maybe the, the animal found better prey the last second. You can only testify within three days of death. After that, there's distortion of the features and you can't testify anymore. Which is a problem, right? Because most of the time, very often, 
we find a body in the water or in the forest after three days, you can't test again. Now, testifying here means based on like a, a regular simon, but when there's incontrovertible simonim, then even after three days you could testify. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava Oimer, loy kala adam, loy kala magim, loy Not all people, this is not an ironclad rule, three days. Depends if the guy's fat or thin. Uh, you know, the distortion of the features depend on his, his weight or, <clears throat> Depends if it's hot or cold, or It depends on uh, different times. We'll see what this means. padachas a forehead, parts of panim without facial features. Parts of panim facial padachas ein You need forehead. You need cheeks. You need nose. Again, according to Rashi, body doesn't help. According to Rabbeinu Tam, it does help. Amar Abai, Abai said, where do we get this from? You need forehead and facial features. Amar Abai, Tamer of Kahana. Micro, what does the Pasuk mean? Hakaras Peneem Ansabam. Not their face testified. The recognition, face recognition. Right? I think, you know, when you come uh, come through passport control, if you could do, uh, not facial recognition, maybe eyes, they have like something in the eye. But facial recognition, so facial means the nose and the cheeks, and recognition is the forehead. Abba bar Marsa, they have Abba bar Menumi, Arba the son of Marsa, who is Arba the son of Menumi, have a maski bay de bay reishkalusazuzi. They lent money. How do they translate maski? They owed money. Have a maski. They owed money. Have a maski. They debate I see Kira. They brought wax. Davak bivavlaisa. They attached it in a worn-out garment. Be'apusa on the forehead. Chalaf kamayu. They passed it in front of them. Veloy bishakruhu. What? So they made they made a they made a wax kind of covering of their face to hide their uh, facial features. That's a, they made a wax mask. They made a fake face. Wow. So one second, let me just get this straight, because I don't know why, why I didn't see this. Abba Barmarsa owed money to the Reish Galusa. So he wanted us, he wanted to get out of this? Right. He couldn't pay up right at the moment. 
So he basically took hot wax, he stuck it to his forehead, and uh, what is Veloy Bishakrua? They didn't, they didn't, they couldn't tell who he was? What? Meaning, just to cover the forehead, they 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 didn't know who he was. Even though the mouth, the nose, the cheeks are all the same, just the forehead difference hid them up. So, v'loy bashakrua. What does the word bashakrua mean? In the Hagoyis v'tziyunim, I don't know why I didn't see these lines when I was preparing it, but in the Hagoyis v'tziyunim, he brings. That the words in Tehillim that we say in Ladavid, Ulevaker Behechalai, are Ulevashkara to visit. So Veloy Bishakrua, they didn't come to collect, they didn't visit him. <laughs> they didn't know who he was. Okay. Vaiter in the Gemara. The Mishnah said, that you can't testify only on the facial features, even though he has simanim on his body and on his clothing. Says Gemara, well, you can't rely on simanim. That means simanim are not conclusive, even biblically. Lememra the simanim lab daraisa. You're going to say simanim are not conclusive daraisa. You can't rely on them biblically because there's a shaila by an elamitziyos. What's the pshat in simanim? Is simanim a raya midaraisa? And that's why you could extract money, or really, it's not a rhyme midrash, it's only midrabanon, but we have to use simanum, otherwise, nobody's, there's no way to retrieve a lost object. So the Gemara is going to ask and bring a proof that we know simanum ardoi raisa. Basically, from a case where a guy lost a get, and it was found in immediate proximity of one of his clothing, one of his items, and you could get the get back, the shliach could get the get back. Based on the simanim, he gives her a mini matzu kasher bekis. If you found a get tied up to his pocket, his wallet of arniki, or his money pouch, or a tabas or his ring, ben kelav, or it's among his clothing, afiluzman maruba kasher, then you could the shliach could get this get back even after a long amount of time. So normally, if you lose a get. You could uh, just retrieve it immediately because we do, we're not we're not concerned we're not worried that in uh, yeah you know it says yankel to sprinza so you know how many yankels and sprinzas are there but after a long amount of time we have to be concerned but if the guy gives a simon for his items we could rely on the simon so this is a raya that even for da'iraisa we rely on simanim uh, because otherwise how could we rely on simanim and forget. Says Gemara, Amr Abayi says, no, it's not a raya we rely on simanim. There are various opinions. Loikasha, ha Reb Lezer ben Mahavai, ha Rabbanon. The Rabbanon in our Mishnah hold simanim are not reliable. Medaraisa, Reb Lezer ben Mahavai says simanim are daraisa. The Tanya we learned in a brisa, ein meidin alashuma. You can't testify based on a mole that somebody died. Reb Lezer ben Mahavai, Amr meidin. That's the Shaila. 
So we already have an established machloikis tanoim, whether Simana or Darais. The Raman Sigmar brings various other ways to skin this, that they're not arguing whether Simana or Darais is Rabbanan. Amar Rav, Rav said, the Kuliyam is Simana Darais. Everyone holds Simana or Darais. But Hacha, Beshuma, Metsuya, Beben Giloi Kamiflugi. Here, we're, they're arguing about whether a mole. Maybe really everyone holds Simanim is Doiraisa. The thing is over here, if somebody is born on the same astrological sign as you, then you both might have the same beauty mark under the left cheekbone, approximately three and a half millimeters off of uh, the jaw. The question is whether you have a similar mole by someone who's born in the same sign as you. One opinion holds that it is common to have a same uh, mole if, he's, if the other person, if another person is born at the same signs, astrological signs as you. The other opinion would hold that's not likely. Or v'yikadamri, or you could say, Everyone holds simanim doiraisa. But the question is, you didn't see the simon before the guy died, you only saw it after. So maybe before he died it was a completely different mole and it only changed colors to this mole after he died. The question is, do moles change after death? And why would Rabbi Lazar ben Ma'avai say you could rely on it? Because this is not just a regular simon. The question is, what about a definitive simon? A very precise simon? The question is, is, is Shuma like this considered a simon muvak that even if you hold simonim are only drabanan, this kind of simon would be biblical. Okay, it's not really an easy Amud, but Baruch Hashem, we got, we got through it. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, Baruch Hashem, Tuesday evening. If anyone has any good ideas for the Siyam, um, let us know. You know, if we want to rent uh, MetLife Stadium, we have to let them know now. Okay, so this... I, I go for Petco, so... Miami, though, is a good option. Miami... Hurricane, Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. Call to him. Yeah. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.